Hey, everybody, and welcome back again this Friday for some Loud Thumbs news. Uh, happy summer to everybody, too, by the way. We just skipped spring here <laughs> in Indiana. In, yep. in Indiana, we just skipped spring. We don't even need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think we had one day of spring this week. Maybe one, maybe one. And then I skipped directly to summer. Yeah, we're rocking like 80 degree weather now, guys. 80, 85 all of a sudden. Last week it was in the 40s, so it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. <laughs> That's not a joke either. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, uh, so we're, we're going to bring you some news again this Friday. I hope you guys are enjoying all this. We're having a great time doing them. Um, the big one to start with, and we're going to be doing a breakdown on this, so watch out on the channel for that. And uh, on the podcast, we're going to be talking some Gotham Knights. Uh, they did throw yeah. out like 13-ish minutes of a trailer, uh, actual gameplay. Uh, this game has been announced next-gen only, so I am actually pretty excited about that. Uh, I've been asking for more and more of those, and this may be one of the first big ones uh, that they've announced that's just, see you later. Uh, Gotham Knights won't be released on PS4 or Xbox Ones. Uh, the pre-orders have now been available for three different editions of Gotham Knights that have been confirmed. Uh, Next-gen only, exclusivity to PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. Um, so yeah, the release date is a balm for fans who've, excite who've been excited about another game set in the DC universe. What, what does Gotham Knights do for you, Josh? How, how are you? I know you're not a, you're not a Batman Arkham <clears throat> kind of guy yet. You haven't gotten into those, right? I, I haven't, but I've always heard like nothing but like overwhelmingly positive stuff. It's it's definitely interesting. They're definitely uh they're gonna get a new like DC game. I think that's really cool. Um, not sure how much it does for me just yet, but I really liked um Shadow of Mordor, which you know obviously mm -hmm. is not a DC universe thing, but it is a WB game. And yeah. uh, the Shadow Shadow Mordor Shadow War games uh were a ton of fun. So uh, I don't doubt that this one will be a ton of fun too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing the breakdown with you and going over it uh, a little bit more in detail. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am excited this next gen, so we'll just see what happens. This one is slated for next year still, 2023 release date. Um, I don't believe this particular article gives us the exact date. Um, but, oh, wait, no, hold on. Oh, scheduled this, for the tw October 25th. So. Yeah, it does, October 25th, 2022. So we're going to get it this year. That actually, that makes me wonder. I should have gone back and done a little bit more research, but it was maybe I am mistaken, and I am both, I'm actually thinking of the Suicide Squad game that got pushed to 2023. But Oh, okay, yeah. It makes me wonder if ditching the old-gen console games made them push the release date forward, but... I would have to do some research on that. That's kind of, that's got me curious now. My brain's wondering if I was wrong or uh, what happened there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Has to switch gears a little bit. Either way, uh, good news uh, coming this year and we'll talk about it uh, around Halloween. Probably this, this will be one I think I'll buy. I think I'll buy day one. We'll just see. Um, on to the next bit of news. Uh, we are going to be talking some switch worldwide sales have topped 107.65 million consoles. <laughs> I am not surprised by this, even in a, even a little. No, bit. absolutely not. Too many people out there should not be either. Uh, it was absolutely, um, it, it's it, it's an insanely popular console. Like everybody and their mother, there's four in my house. So, I mean, come on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hundred over 100 million consoles and that these numbers are as of March 31st. So this was kind of like the end of their physical year type deal. They're just letting all the stockholders know like, hey, look, we're printing you money. You should all be happy. Um, <laughs> right. Shit. 
they also go on to talk a little bit more in depth here too, which is kind of cool. They go into some more details on all of their games, but they do single out Pokemon Legends Arceus as topping 12.64 million copies. Apparently it uh, blew the socks off the numbers they were looking for. I couldn't find what they speculated, but this apparently did way better than they expected. Now you're you're a guy who's played the game. So, I have, and uh, I was, this suggests that I should probably come back to it because <laughs> it's very chill and I got distracted by like big games like Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. Uh, sure. games i have been very excited for and this is a very different pokemon so for a, for a long time player it's a bit of an adjustment but it seems well done like the open-ish <laughs> world is pretty pretty cool and you get the it's it kind of more in the spirit of like with the shows you know you're actually going out and you're finding the pokemon and stuff so yeah do yeah. you think you see it leaning that way in the future kind of all of them becoming sort of like this instead uh, see, I'm not sure because I know there's Scarlet and Violet are coming out uh, at some point. I can't remember if it's been announced or not, um, and I need to look into it more. But those are like more classic kind of like names where they're still coming out with the two. So I wonder if there's still if there's going to be like an offshoot series now with Arceus. So with, right. with the popularity, Arceus might get a sequel, but we're probably still going to see a lot of classic formula, I think. Yeah, maybe entry level games will be more like what you're talking and then this will be more of like a, uh, I don't know, something a little more adult driven, maybe something for the older Pokemon fan in a way. Could I be. could see that. Yeah. I could see yeah. that. Gotta have, always got to have that entry drug, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they do talk a little bit more here. A total of 4.11 million switches, uh, the hardware and 55.77 million software were sold during the three months of their last uh, the physical year there. Uh, which is pretty good. I mean, you sold 4 million uh, pieces of hardware and 55 million pieces of software. That's not bad. That's <laughs> yeah. over 10 games per console they just sold. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it truly that's like a, yeah, that's like 13 games or something like that. I didn't do the math, but still. Um, they also shared us the updates here of the of some of the games. They're top 10 best-selling first-party titles. Duh, Mario Kart 8. 45.3 million dollars or Insane. copies in in for, that time frame for a re-release <laughs> yeah for a game that has been out since forever i mean since the wii u um obviously animal crossing next and we got smash brothers in there uh legend of zelda still up there breath of the wild uh number four uh pokemon sword and shields five uh super mario odyssey hanging tough at six uh mario party on there as well Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I was surprised to still see that in the top 10. And then yeah, okay. uh, Ring Fit rounds it out at top 10, which is uh, pretty impressive. Uh, it's a pretty solid like range of games as well. I mean, you know, Nintendo's not just a one note joke anymore. <laughs> no, no. Although lots of Pokemon on that list. Lots of Pokemon on the list. Absolutely. And, you know, Mario's name's in there several times, but lots of diversity with Mario. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, the additional sales numbers they mentioned here, though, were um, the ones where they got at Arceus, which is number three um, out of uh, the additional games they have listed here, with uh, only ones beating it out were New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe and Splatoon 2. Um, so number three out of new a new title that was kind of a kind of a I don't know experiment yeah. in a way, right? Yeah, it only came out like a couple awesome. months ago. So yeah, absolutely. It's pretty pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, more than 822.18 million Switch games have been sold worldwide. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's an average of eight per console. If you think about 100 million consoles, so that's pretty cool, man. So that thing's not oh, going yeah. around anywhere. I'm sure we'll be talking Switch some more in, in news in the future. But 
pretty cool to see those numbers growing uh, even six years into a generation of a console like this. Oh, pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of sales, we have the PlayStation 5 surpassing 19 million units uh, as of this week from what they stated here. Um, two, they Sony sold 2 million PS5 consoles in the past three months, which is down from 3.3 million of the same quarter last year. Mm. However, we know that supply thing is kind of tearing yeah, it up. Sir. Yeah. And um, well, we just talked recently that Xbox kind of overtook number one seed from those guys because of this. And um, they're, they're now Sony shipped 2, or 2 million PS5 units during the latest quarter, helping the console reach over sales of 19.3 million units. Um, I'm, I'm still impressed with that. I mean, we're talking about a console that hasn't even been out two years yet. Uh, pretty impressive. I mean, honestly. Yeah, no, I mean, nothing short of impressive. No, and, and especially with the chip shortages and, you know, just supply constraints all around are just hindering anything that this thing could do. I would just love to see it just unbridled, just nothing holding it back, just go crazy and just see what happens. But I feel like it would have been, um, Probably three or four times that, honestly, if I could say. Yeah, it, it would definitely, at, at minimum, double, right? At minimum, double, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm being optimistic at three, but uh, still, yeah. Um, so it says Sony sold 70.5 million PlayStation games during that quarter, which is pretty impressive as well, including 4.5 million first-party titles. A whopping 71% of games sold were digital. So we, we know what world we're living in now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Um, that compares to a 61.4 million games sold during the same quarter last year. So the game sales went up. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it says including 7.9 million first party titles sold. And uh, the shares of digital downloads, however, fell from 79% during the same period last year. So I found that interesting. Huh. That digital okay. went down, but sales went up. So I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was like a physical copy sales went on sale somewhere through Amazon or somewhere to drive sales more yeah i um, mean it wasn't for me i'm pretty much almost exclusively <laughs> digital download anymore same and i'm the same way when i go to when i game hunt um i would you know online anyway i look for the digital codes that are on sale instead of a disc i would rather just have the code yeah and i will say that kind of kind of rings true a little bit because i did not find a whole lot of sales that were on digital codes so that could be more of a physical you know attribute that's causing this to spike in yeah. from last year and drop to this year so spike in numbers though uh anyway either way it's good numbers they're they're making more money and uh well we all love gaming so why not <laughs> yeah uh, yeah man um some exciting news for me personally here uh there is a rumor that we're going to be getting a red dead redemption 2 playstation 5 and xbox series x upgrade versions in the works um Very nice. I, i'm gonna be okay if they do the same thing they did with uh, gta and just throw ten dollars at it and let me have that new version because i already own these games that's pretty common um, for these for these next gen ports yeah absolutely i know a lot of people want them for free um yeah. I'm, i i live in more of a realistic realm of the world i think <laughs> so I, businesses got to keep the doors open even if they have billions you know they still need yep. more right <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, apparently there was a new rumor uh, just making the rounds online suggesting that Rockstar could be preparing a Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, there, there's not a whole lot of validity behind this, but uh, it was just a leaker from a, a Count NGT says that the next-gen version of the Red Dead Red 2 game, Red Dead Redemption 2, is coming, but that's also information that they have for now. That's pretty much where it stands, they say. Um, 
I, I would like to see a native version of the game. So I'm hoping that's more what they mean. Um, not okay. just like a, not like a remaster or something like that. I would like them to uh, do like, a, you know, a whole, a whole game version. Let me have, just like they did with Grand Theft Auto, just like they did with Cyberpunk. I can buy that version of the game. Gotcha. Cause this is a fun one to revisit every now and then I've, I've been, it's been making the rounds and news lately and it's kind of really hit me in again. Like, huh. man, I should really okay. go back. Cause it's, it's one of those games. It's just, uh, it's kind of unbelievable uh, how good it, that game is. Yeah. I mean, it took the industry by storm. I didn't hear about anything but red dead redemption when it, when it released i had uh buddies i worked with and i was like playing D with at the time just uh could not stop the first 15 minutes of every session was the next what <laughs> they were like <laughs> dicking around with uh in red dead yep, um, yep i haven't played personally but again one of those games i just never heard a single bad thing about yeah no that's fantastic so I, i'm i'm hoping for something like that maybe that'll breathe a little uh a little lifeblood into another one. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, next bit of news. This one has me excited also uh, for Mass Effect fans out there. There's a potential of an accidental leak that happened. So quick spoilers, if you don't want to hear this news article, uh, maybe don't listen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the whole thing about it is they potentially leaked that Mass Effect is, 4 is going to have uh, Shepard returning. Um, so the, the, the way this came about is kind of interesting. Um, I'm just going to read it here for everybody just so they see here. But it says, uh, without a doubt, Mass Effect 4 is the most anticipated game on the horizon by far. With Bioware's signature style and combination of Milky Way and Andromeda Galaxies, the game has a ton of potential. And it says, yet beyond just the visuals and return to beloved franchise, the story is going to be one of the biggest driving factors the reapers are gone plenty of andromeda mysteries remain so on and so forth and we have a youtuber who noticed a particular item on a, on an ad of this um the item description on the in seven day lithograph from the bioware gear store titled mysteries of the future this mass effect 4 lithograph products description originally read while shepherd and the survivors are left to pick up the pieces. The oh, hands no. are left wondering what's next. Now it says um, the direct reference to Shepard is noteworthy clearly, but so is the fact that shortly after Bioware changed it to the following, okay? The threat of the Reapers may have been ended, but at great cost, including Earth itself. While the survivors are left to pick up the pieces, fans are left wondering what's next. So, um, that, that makes back me pedal, wonder. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I don't know if for anybody who hasn't played Mass Effect 3, I'm not going to ruin or anything, but I don't know how they're going to bring him back. It's going to be an interesting thing to see how they pull it off. But, um, what's this do for you? I mean, you've played Mass Effect a little, you've dabbled, right? I have dabbled. Apparently I have dabbled in the worst one uh the andromeda only, one right i only played andromeda uh online absolute blast uh regular yeah. game started off fun gotten incredibly repetitive everything every experience uh in exploring new planets was the same and as i just didn't finish it just because i wasn't interested anymore i stopped playing the main story played the online because it was way more fun and right. <laughs> uh then never touched the game again I think I've maybe got my money's worth out of it, <clears throat> but only because uh, the again the online was way better than the base game. 
Right, right. Well, I, I'm a little excited for this. I have not revisited Mass Effect since my first playthrough. Um, just, I, I had fun with what I played and I liked the story. I was one of the ones who was actually okay with how everything ended, unlike uh, millions and millions of others who were not okay. <laughs> yep, forced uh, rewrite of the end. Yep, exactly. So we will we will see what comes of this. It's got me a little intrigued and we'll go from there. That's, uh, that's about it for this one. It's just a, it's just a little too much to not mention, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially with the franchise this big. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a fan of the series. And yeah, I had to mention, I had to bring it up. Um, next one, Lord of the Rings. Okay, big one for us here in the household. Um, yeah. My wife, Heather, and I actually had Lord of the Rings music at our wedding. And, you know, we're big nerds and, and geeks. But uh, EA making Lord of the Rings games again pretty exciting stuff here uh th this has been a long time since we've seen any of these things um i know i don't believe it says exactly but it just says ea's last middle earth game was in 2009 uh the lord of the rings conquest for the nintendo ds which also came out on ps3 and windows pc and xbox 360 uh so we we're looking at the what 13 14 years by the time we see this possibly they're talking about a summer sort of rollout for a beta um Ooh, okay and they're calling it uh heroes of middle earth and it's the next big licensed title for mobile platforms so that's got me a little wondering um well it says, right <laughs> ea in their history and then also mobile platforms doesn't seem like it's going to be a positive mix but it says it's going to be turn-based combat which i like a lot so yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna try to remain hopeful that's about the best we can do, I think, is just kind of check in. We'll see what happens kind of thing. Um, the, it, is, it is hopeful to the same like breath because this is coming from the EA Capital Games, which they are the studio responsible for Star Wars games, um, Galac Galaxy of Heroes, which were actually really popular, very, oh, very popular. Okay. They were also a mobile platform RPG. Um, they were kind of like a... A collectible type of rpg i only remember ads and just kind of seeing it you know just obviously you scroll through your phone they ads blow up everywhere oh uh, yeah um yeah. but it it looked polished and they do state on here um it will involve turn-based combat and a wide roster of characters from across the vast universe of the lord of the rings and the hobbit uh malaki boyle ea's vice president from mobile rpgs said that the game will also feature high fidelity graphics cinematic animations and stylized art so that gave me hope. So I'm like, okay, we're actually going into yeah, a game it, here. You know? It could be legit, yeah. Right, that, that's how it feels anyway. So hoping for the best on that one is for sure. Uh, I love the uh, Lord of the Rings universe and uh, I, I would definitely revisit it. Uh, we just got done talking a little bit about Mordor. So clearly uh, we enjoy some Lord of the Rings <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, very much so. Uh, big news on this one, FIFA and EA Sports have ended after decade-long partnership. I mean, they've been together for years and years. I don't remember when I they weren't. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like close to 30 years, I think is what the article said. That is and crazy. Which is insane. And it, it doesn't seem like it was over any like big like cancel culture thing or like some giant fight. It just from what I can tell, they just couldn't reach an agreement and they're like, sorry. Yeah, they, they're just, they're wanting that big almighty dollar. Um, it, 
it's kind of crazy. I mean, are, are they going to go on their own? Are they going to jump over to 2K? Who's going to make these games for FIFA now, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, 2K swiping that up would be big news for 2K. Oh, it'd be, enor- it'd be enormous. They're like hotcakes. I mean, I'm not a big <laughs> soccer guy, or if you're watching uh, literally anywhere but the United States, football. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the rest of the world is like, this. it's, it's the biggest sport in the world for like a reason. And uh, yeah, if they decide to go on their own, I think they'll have good success. If not, I, I can't see them not being picked up. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, it does say after almost three decades, uh, one of the most successful commercial relationships in sports is over. So yeah, nearly nearly 30 years, they don't throw an exact number at it. Um, yeah, it says there have been months of negotiations. Uh, they call them tense negotiations between the video game maker and electronics arts and FIFA. Uh, obviously the global soccer governing body uh, and they ended without an agreement to extend a partnership that had created not so much of a widely not that created not so much a widely popular game as a cultural phenomenon like josh said uh i mean and we were talking a little pre-show it's enormous like soccer is the you know and football is the biggest sport in the world hands down yeah so um this is huge uh i'm kind of curious to see what happens this this is just bad news for EA. Like it's all it really is. I don't understand their logic of not just saying what the hell go for it. You know, I mean, we have Microsoft and and Sony yeah. buying up billion dollar companies. Why wouldn't they just put more toward this? This is one of their most. This is their most popular franchise. I think. I it's I, I, be. I think even like you can see in the article, 150 million players. 150 yeah. million players. <laughs> That's like, crazy. Why would you not just? I, maybe FIFA was asking some outrageous sort of thing and then maybe splitting ways is whatever, but like EA, I feel like is losing out on like a shitload of profit. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the losers in the end. Cause somebody's going to come running for FIFA pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll be, we'll bring you more news on that and keep, uh, keep in touch. We'll see what's happening on that in the forefront here. Um, Last but not least, everybody out there, Summer Games Fest is so close. So it's one month away. It's June 9th. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be bringing that on the Loud Thumbs podcast, our gaming podcast over there on Mondays. So Hell look forward yeah. to that in the future. Um, but yeah, it's it's happening. It's right around the corner. Um, it states here um, that, you know, basically they're filling the gap. The EA, E3, excuse me, just... Uh, yeah canceled on so I then think oh, summer game fest is going to be huge not that it's a small event by any stretch but with ea out this year like all e- eyes e- are going e3 to be you on... mean did the same e- thing oh, i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes e3's oh. cancellation all eyes are going to be on summer game fest yeah it's 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 the only thing to watch and honestly i mean not to say, like you said, it's not huge. It's just going to be even bigger. This is just going to be so much more attention given to it. So I'm hoping to see a lot of good stuff there. Um, and we'll definitely cover it and go over uh, everything we're hyped for and hopefully see a lot of cool stuff uh, that yeah. we'll see here in the very, very near future. But um, yeah, what they're stating here is uh, obviously Jeff Keeley, who's best known for producing the Game Awards every year in December. Uh, he's also, you know, the main dude when it comes to this for his... Um, the game you know summer games fest and everything this guy i don't know how he does it like i think he's cloned i think he has multiple keelys all across <laughs> the world or something but uh yeah he's no stranger to the big stage it shows 
And he says the Summer Games Fest is meant to be a celebration of all games with differentiate, what in the world? Which differentiates it from the platform and the publisher showcases that we expect to see. So that's kind of the cool part about it is kind of he it's very broad. The Summer Games Fest is so we're going to mm-hmm. probably see some really cool new indie games as, as long as, you know, as well as more of the big titles. So we're going to get a good plethora, which I really, really like about the show. Yes. So good. And it looks like it's starting on the like we said, Thursday, June 9th, and it'll start around 11 a.m. Pacific time. And, you know, obvious, your other time zones obviously will uh, come in there as well. Uh, our time zone will be 2 p.m., so we'll be able to maybe catch a little news before we report on it that night. So we'll we'll have a recording Thursday night, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there also uh, looks like, yeah, it looks like it's just going to run the entire time frame. So it's going to some some time zones will run on Friday as well. But uh, I, I'm excited. Uh, there is uh, links in, in the article that we'll have below for you guys, so you can find the links to watch looks like it's going to be on youtube and it'll be on twitch so you can watch on either of those which both pretty good platforms never really had trouble yeah. with either of them so that is it for this week's loud thumbs news and we will be back again next friday for some more and until then game on volume up stay loud email follow watch and listen to all of our content by visiting loudthumbs.com and join the loud crowd To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, SirsFurniture.com. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash loudthumbs.